I'd like to welcome you to our service if you'd like to find your place in Psalms chapter 69. Psalms chapter 69, the title of the message is When Our Prayers Turn to Praise. Can you remember the last time that your prayers turned to praise? Because they ought to. And we have many examples in the Bibles of people that prayed. And as they were praying, their prayer turned into praise unto the Lord. And he's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our thanksgiving. I trust everybody had a good thanksgiving if you celebrate that at this time of the year. And uh, I'm just glad for everybody to be back in church. And for those that are still traveling, we pray for them. Uh, But Psalm 69 and verse 1. Save me, O God, for the waters are coming to my soul. I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I am come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. Mine eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of mine head. They that would destroy me, being mine enemies wrongfully, are mighty. Then I restored that which I took not away. O God, thou knowest my foolishness, and my sins are not hid from thee. Let not them that wait on thee, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek thee be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel. Because for thy sake I have borne reproach. Shame hath covered my face. I am become a stranger unto my brethren and an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. And the reproaches of them that reproach thee are fallen upon me. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, that was to my reproach. I made sackcloth also my garment, and I became a proverb to them. They that sit in the gates speak against me, and I was the song of the drunkards. But as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O Lord. In an acceptable time, O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, hear me, in the truth of thy salvation. Seven times in the Bible we find the words, but as for me. And here we see it again in verse 13 of Psalm chapter 69. Just a few weeks ago we looked at the first four verses in a message entitled, The Choice of Thanksgiving. And uh, we find those, these, these words here, in the, and we looked at those first four verses that were mentioned where you find, but as for me, and then we come to this fifth passage where the, the writer again is making a choice for himself. Psalm 69 is a messianic psalm referring to Christ. This is the second most quoted from Psalm in the New Testament behind Psalms chapter 22. And in verse 1 through 12, the psalmist gives us a rundown of all his problems. But he does not stay focused on the problem. His attention and his desire is to the Lord. And here we see his resolve to to not lose focus on what's really important. And in verse 13, he says, but as for me. Oh, yes, all these things are happening. All these things are going on in my life. And yes, I've dealt with all these things, 
But as for me, he says, my prayer is unto thee, O Lord. And these are very important words that I wish you'd underline in your Bible in an acceptable time. O God, in the midst of thy mercy, hear me in the truth of thy salvation. The psalmist, we see, has been in a pit. He's been in the mire. He's been the song of the drunkards. He's been misrepresented. We see that he's been hated. He's been shamed and he's been reproached and even his own family has turned against him. He's been spoken against. And he was grieved for others. Through all this, he didn't lose his compassion for others. He even wept for others. You know, we see that this is a psalm of David here, and God allowed David to go through some very difficult trials and times in his life. Some of his troubles, of course, were of his own doings. But the majority of his trials came from others. This psalm is also messianic, as I mentioned before. We, we, we see all these things in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus suffered for all these things, all these things that are mentioned here. The fact that he was in a pit, he was in the mire, that he was the song of the drunkards, that he was misrepresented, he was hated, he was shamed, and he was reproached. Oh, we can see all these things in Christ. He suffered all these for you and me, but not because of his own sin. He suffered all these things because of our sins. Jesus's and David's response to all these troubles was what? To pray. To pray. Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them. In verse 13, David said, but as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O Lord, in an acceptable time. You know, our proper response to troubles and difficulties is to pray. But, but when are we to pray? And, and this is these words I ask you to underline. We must pray in an acceptable time. In Psalm 69 and verse 1, go back to that verse with me. It says, save me, O God, for the waters are come into my soul. I don't know about you, but I, I've never been in a position where I, I found myself in panic and water. But if I was it would be appropriate for me to holler out, save me, help me. When Peter in the New Testament asked Jesus to bid him come on the water to him and Peter stepped out of the boat and he walked on the water toward Jesus, but you know the story, what happened? Peter is in the will of God. He's doing what God asked him to do, but what happens? The Bible says in Matthew 14, 30, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. What happened to Peter? Peter allowed the circumstances to get his attention off of Jesus. But in an acceptable time, Peter called out to the Lord and said, save me. And Jesus reached down and pulled him out of the water and they both got on the boat. 
The story goes on and the sea was calmed and what happened? They all worshiped Jesus and they continued on. Isn't it good to know that we too can pray and ask God to save us when we get sidetracked by the troubles and the difficulties and the struggles and the trials of this life? It is also interesting to note that when Jesus' soul was in trouble, he didn't ask God to save him. In John chapter 12 and verse 27, Jesus says, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Now when Peter was in trouble, he said, Save me, O Lord. When the psalmist was in trouble, he said, Save me, O Lord. That's in an acceptable time, but here's the Son of God. Here, here's Jesus, and he's saying that my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? He says, shall I say, Father, save me from this hour? But then he goes on to say, but for this cause came I unto this hour. In the next verse, Jesus is going to ask God the Father to glorify his name. You know, sometimes God is going to allow us to go through troubles so that he can receive all the glory. There is an acceptable time to pray. And what we pray for should always be in the will of God. Jesus did not ask for what Peter asked for. Why? Because it wasn't in the will of God. In both cases, though, in both cases, we read, we see that prayer leads to praise. When the sea was calmed, they worshiped Jesus. Their prayers, their fears, save me, Lord led to worship. It led to praise. In Matthew 14, 33, it says, Then they that were in the ship came and worshiped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. When Jesus, the soul was troubled, he did not ask to be saved out of that trouble. Because that is why he came. He only asked for the Father to glorify his name. You see, prayer should always turn to praise. Look at verse 30 of Psalms chapter 69. It says, I will praise. Now, it starts off prayer. But as for me, in an acceptable time, I'm going to pray. But here in verse 30, it says, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or bullock that hath horns and hoofs. The humble shall see this and be glad. And your heart shall live that seek God. For the Lord heareth the poor. And underline these words and despiseth not his prisoners. 
Let the heaven and earth praise him. Let the heaven and earth praise him, the seas and everything that moveth therein. For God will save Zion and will build the cities of Judah, that they may dwell there and have it in possession. The seed also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. Can I draw your attention to verse 33? For the Lord heareth the poor and despiseth not his prisoners. You and I are not prisoners to our circumstances. We're not, even though it may feel like that sometimes, we're not prisoners to our trials. We're not in subjection to that. We are not prisoners to our troubles, but we're prisoners of God. And he hears our prayers. We're prisoners of hope. We're prisoners of mercy. We are the prisoners of God's love. We're the prisoners of grace. We're the prisoners of compassion. And we're prisoners of Jesus Christ. May our prayers always turn to praise. Why? So that others might see what God has done for us. And they too can be glad. Aren't you glad that Jesus did not pray, save me? Had he prayed, save me, you and I would be lost and on our way to a devil's hell. If you're under the sound of my voice today and you've never been saved, you've never called on the name of the Lord, then I urge you, I urge you today to come to the realization that you're a sinner. And because of your sins, you've been separated from a holy God. But God loves you, and he 